It's time to turn your dream into bold action. As a Christ-centered coach and mentor to women changing the world, I firmly believe that we all have a gift given to us by God, and we are meant to share that gift with the world. Your gift was given to you to help make others' lives better. Let's turn your passion into an authentic and profitable business that reflects who you are at your core. Welcome to the Dream Launcher Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Ferrara. Today, I want to help you take your dream out of your mind and turn it into the actions required to make it real. There are several reasons your dream may still be, well, a dream. You might be in the place where you don't feel financially ready to invest in your dream, or you might believe that you need more education, a certification, or business training, or you could simply be procrastinating. God honors action. I know there are times when we get a vision for something and it is clear that God has not given us the permission to release it to the world. But more often, we have received a vision. We've received direction from the Holy Spirit with those first or those next right steps. But because we haven't received the entire plan, we don't know what the whole thing looks like. We feel we can't move yet. And that is procrastination. On today's show, we're going to break down the barriers to you taking action. You will identify the areas where you're procrastinating, why you're holding yourself back, and we'll put some guardrails in place to keep you from falling back into the procrastination trap. Simply put, procrastination is putting off or delaying something that requires immediate action or attention. But what is procrastination when you've been given a directive from the Holy Spirit? Well, that falls into the category of disobedience. And I think as I've mentioned on another um, episode that I learned about that from Craig Groeschel. He says, delayed obedience is disobedience. And when I heard him say that many years ago, I can tell you it really resonated with me and it stuck with me. And now it echoes in my head every time I find myself procrastinating. So let's make a plan that gets you back into obedience and out of procrastination. First, let's identify the areas where you are procrastinating. More than likely, you'll find things in your life where that you like really like to do. Um, and there's probably some things that you really don't enjoy doing. And for me, That leads to procrastination. I procrastinate on the things I don't like to do. So I'll give you an example. I really love to do the creative things in my business. I love to design my website. I love to do social media posts and and really design, design the workbooks and design images for my website. I could spend all day designing in Canva. I love the creative part but I don't really enjoy bookkeeping or tracking my analytics. But I will tell you, I do enjoy the result of bookkeeping, (laughs) the outcome of completing my bookkeeping and seeing my numbers increase as I track the analytics of page views and follows and podcast downloads and the like. Now, if you're just in the dreaming stage of your business, you may be procrastinating in areas of research or learning new skills. 
or purchasing your website address. A little hint though, I don't have my clients make up a name for their business immediately. I don't believe that that should be your first step. I actually have my clients register their name as their URL because that gives a lot more leeway as you may have your twists and turns and pivots in the early stages of your business. Now let's look at why you may be holding yourself back, the root of the delay. In the intro of today's episode, I mentioned a few reasons you might be putting off what you need to do. Let's start with number one, business basics training. And then this, I'm talking about the basics of filing your EIN, organizing your business into an LLC or a sole proprietorship, taxes. I started with my accountant to help me structure my business and file my legal paperwork. I recommend you do the same thing. Also, I've worked with an organization in my state that offers free business coaching for startups, and they're really good at offering some free training classes and also some one-on-one consultations to help you make some decisions in your business. So I recommend you look into your state's Small Business Development Center. Most states have one, and they offer free business counseling for startups and small businesses in the basics of legal formation, bookkeeping, advertising and marketing, and more. But just remember that you don't have to have everything figured out to start. Number two, financially, you don't feel ready to invest in your dream. It's your dream. And yes, a business, a ministry, it takes money. Yep, you're going to have to invest in it. But a little research here really goes a long way. And investing in a program like the Dream Launcher Membership provides tons of training and coaching without breaking the bank. You can actually join the Dream Launcher membership for the cost of a dinner out for two at a very reasonably priced restaurant. So don't fall into the trap of downloading everyone's free content or binging everything on YouTube about your topic because they will only take you so far. You've got to dig in and you're going to have to invest in training and coaching to really be effective in what you're doing. The financial investment that you make goes a long way towards solidifying your commitment to take action. So look for targeted help that addresses the areas where you feel really insecure in starting. For example, I purposely kept the monthly investment in the Dream Launcher membership lower than the average cost of a tank of gas because I packed it with the training on clarifying your vision, identifying your God-given skills and talents, pinpointing your ideal and most profitable customers, email list building, website building, selling your products and more. But I kept it at a low cost because I had a similar membership that I was in when I first started many, many years ago. And it was packed with tons of individual trainings that really helped me and helped me start create my website, learn about Facebook advertising and all kinds of things that I wouldn't have been able to financially do if I had to spend hundreds of dollars on each one of those individually. But I found a low-cost membership, and the woman who ran it packed, oh, so much into it. And she did tons of training and calls and everything. You could ask questions in, in the Facebook group, and there's tons of support from her. And it was what I needed, and it was at a price that I was able to afford easily, on a monthly basis. So I wanted to be able to offer that 
to my clients as well, to those of you who are just getting started. So it was exactly what I needed as my first steps. And so I wanted to bring that to you as well. Number three, the financial investment might not be what scares you. You might actually be one who believes that you need more education, a special certification, or you might need to do more training to become the expert in your field. And sometimes, yes, that is necessary. It depends on the field. But I would say 80% of the time, it's not necessary. Your passion, your skills, and your experience will carry you farther than some letters after your name or that certificate on your wall. Number four, you don't feel qualified for the calling God has given you. Well, I think that's most of us. <laughs> Trust that he wouldn't have given you the dream if he's not going to equip you and carry you through and walk alongside you to make it happen. He gave it to you for a reason, and that should be reason enough to walk forward in this calling. Number five, perfectionism is like procrastination's older cousin. Ecclesiastes 11.4 says farmers who wait to per for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I have learned that done is better than perfect. And if I wait for perfect conditions, perfect timing, perfect design, perfect video takes, I will never publish anything. And that's not what God has planned for me. I've got to turn the camera on, turn on the mic and speak. And if it doesn't come out perfectly, it doesn't come out perfectly. I can do some editing and post-production, but I don't ever edit out every, every, every mistake. I just don't have time for that. I wouldn't get it out if I tried to make it absolutely perfect. If I redid every single take, I wouldn't. Facebook reels and TikToks and all of that. Man, once or twice, usually it's just once and I edit out a couple of things or I just leave everything in there and don't worry about it because I'd rather get it out the door than be stuck in procrastination and that rabbit, like, I don't even know what, what to call it. Just this wheel spinning and spinning and spinning, trying to make it perfect. I'm not going to do 60 takes of a video. I'm just not going to do it. Number six, deep rooted beliefs tied to your self-worth your intelligence, fear of failure, experience from past failures. These come up for every single client I have ever worked with. Every single one. It's normal. So normal that I've got a short journaling exercise that is so powerful. I've seen major change in my clients as they've completed it. Huge shifts out of procrastination and into massive action after going through this exercise. It gets to the root of your fears. You can grab that after the show at stephanieferrara.com forward slash fear, and I'll be sure to include a link to the Hidden Fears Journal in the show notes. Okay, okay, we've talked about why we procrastinate and the different ways that we procrastinate. So how do you stop procrastinating? Well, here are some guardrails that you can put in place to keep yourself from falling back into the procrastination trap. Number one, make a plan. Don't keep it all in your head. If you keep it all in your head, it doesn't get done. We get confused. We get overwhelmed. So it causes that overwhelm. 
It makes it super easy for us to be distracted with the unimportant tasks. So brain dump all of the things that you know you need to do onto a sheet of paper. Group like tasks together. So that involves, you know, tasks that involve the same train of thought, or maybe they're dependent on each other. So recognize dependencies, those things that can't be done before another thing gets done, right? They're dependent on each other. Make sure you identify those things and then prioritize the tasks that you have. What's most important? What could be done later? What needs to be done absolutely right now? What's first? This is an area that for me, I ask the Holy Spirit because sometimes it looks like all of it needs to get done right now. It's all important. So I ask the Holy Spirit, you see this list? One, is there anything missing from it? Did I miss anything? Should something else be on the list? And two, help me put it into order. What's the one thing I need to do today? Or the first thing that I need to make sure I get done before I do anything else? And then go do that thing. Create a checklist of those things so that you know you're making progress. You can see the progress as you check things off the list and complete the work that's ahead of you. Number two, schedule the work that you've planned. You've got your list now. You've got your checklist. Now open your calendar and put it on the calendar. Look at your calendar and see what are the blocks of time that you have available to work on your business. Block out then time to put those tasks in there. If you have a two-hour block on Wednesday that you can work on your business and you've heard from the Holy Spirit, this is the number one thing, put that in that two-hour block. Make sure it happens. What gets scheduled gets done. So use your calendar, whether it's a paper calendar or the calendar on your phone, um, what gets planned gets done. So I am a big proponent of using the calendar, which are, whether it's your iCal or Outlook calendar, whatever the calendar is that you use, your Google calendar, whatever that is, wherever you're putting all of your other appointments, don't make a separate calendar for this. Everywhere that you are or all your other appointments need to be on there too. So you know when you have to pick your kids up from school or take them to their soccer practice, or you've got, you know, a meeting for work or a after work dinner with friends, those other things need to be on the same calendar because that way you can look at that and say, now what's my available time to work on my business? So one big mindset mindset shift that my clients almost always have to make is around the blocks of time that they planned for their work. Appointments with yourself are just as important as appointments with other people. You may not ever flake on an appointment you've made with somebody else. Don't flake on yourself either. Hold yourself to it. Don't allow yourself to, to cancel that appointment with yourself. Now, things come up. Things change, life happens, things get forgotten. So yes, you have to have some grace and you may have to move the appointment, but the key is moving it to another time when it can get done, not canceling it because then it gets forgotten. So you just move it, you rearrange it. Number three, give yourself permission to learn new things. Hold yourself powerful. You are smart. You can figure out hard things and you are resourceful. And don't forget that not liking a particular task like bookkeeping or networking 
doesn't mean that it isn't a priority. I've had to teach myself that. (laughs) Bookkeeping always gets put off and it shouldn't. It's just that I don't enjoy it. So I'd rather work on the other things that are fun, but I do have to schedule time in to do the bookkeeping. So just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not priority. I often see my clients putting off things that they don't feel confident in, like learning new technology or creating course videos. Some reminders. You don't get better by not doing the hard thing. You get better by doing it. You get better by repeating the hard task until it becomes easy. You might find out that it's easier than you thought, and it might become one of the most favorite and loved things that you do in your business. That was the case for me with video. I didn't think I wanted to be on video. I was trying to figure out how can I do all of my courses and not show my face. Then I was challenged by my coach to start interviewing other people in our coaching program. We did Facebook Lives together, invited the person on together, and we interviewed each other. It was practice for podcast pitching and and for doing our videos and just to help us get comfortable on camera in a very low-risk situation, right? (laughs) So if it didn't work out, if things flub, like if it was awful, you could just delete it. And What I learned, though, was that I absolutely loved being on camera. I loved interviewing people and talking and learning about them, talking to them, being able to share ideas and learn from their ideas as well. And that became a YouTube show that I ran for almost two years that I absolutely loved. And I've missed it so much. I have missed it. Oh, I can't tell you how much I've missed that. It's coming back. It may not be a separate show. Those interviews may be, be become part of this podcast, but those interviews are coming back because I really have missed connecting with new people in that way and being able to interview them and share that with others, share that with share those interviews with my community. Number four, do the most important thing first. Now, I talked about asking the Holy Spirit what's the most important thing. Do the most important thing first. It may not be the most fun. It may be the most, it might not be the one that's going to be the shortest task, but do the most important thing first. You will feel better once it's done. And then if it is a hard task, a harder task, like learning to connect your buy now button to your website or writing an email sequence that you've never written before, figure out when you have the most energy and focus in your typical day, we all have a prime time when like we just work better. Use that time if you're, if it's available to do those tasks that seem hard. Um, It just works out better when you're at your peak, right? At your, you know, you're awake, you're still sharp. And I know I have a time, it's usually like between nine and 12, when my, my brain works the best in that time and I can be really focused in that time and get a lot done between those three hours, more in those three hours than I can the rest of the day. And so that's what I learned in my business to focus in those three hours to get the stuff done, especially the hardest things. So that was my brain power time, that time when I really needed to think, when I was writing, when I was uh, 
developing a course or when I was trying to figure out something hard from a technology standpoint, that's when I did that work. And then those interviews that I really enjoyed doing, those happened in the afternoon or my coaching with my clients would happen in the afternoon because that's the fun stuff. That's the stuff that doesn't take as much brain power. And so it doesn't take as much like as physical energy from me to make it happen. So I've just learned what works best for me. And I really try to stick to that as much as possible. Now, right now, just because of what's going on in my life, I'm recording this episode at 11.42 p.m. because it's what fit in this particular week. But that's not typical. I also recommend that you set a time limit and take some breaks, especially if you're doing some of those harder things. That way you won't get frustrated or shut down. And if you are on a roll, if you've gotten into it and you're able to focus, 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 then you don't need the break. But if you're struggling, get up, take a break, go outside, take the dog out to go you know, do his business or go look at the birds or whatever. I like to go sit out for about 15 minutes and just let the dog kind of wander around in the yard and I listen to the birds, listen to the trees, and it just resets my brain and I can then come back in and get back to focus, right? If you aren't sure what your most important tasks are or those needle mover tasks, those things that are really going to propel your business forward, I do offer that guidance within the Dream Launcher membership. And that happens during coaching calls. You can also ask your questions in the community. And there's some training modules that are available that will help you with that as well. So check that out as part of the Dream Launcher membership. Procrastination can be beaten through planning, Sticking to the plan and deciding that the time you schedule to work on the important things is non-negotiable, even with yourself. And what do I mean by non-negotiable? I've touched on it a little bit, but I didn't use that phrase. You get to treat the time that you place on your calendar to get things done, just like you would a doctor's appointment or a meeting with your boss. You aren't going to flake out on that or move it around 10 times because something fun came up. No, you're going to hold that appointment. You're going to decline the invite for lunch with your friend because you have a doctor appointment, right? You're going to find another time to make lunch happen. Do that with this time that you have put on your calendar as well. When you feel tempted to change your schedule, really think of the, I'll say consequences. What is it you're putting off? Ask yourself why and is the thing that you're moving it for really more important? Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's avoidance. Sometimes it's procrastination. So brain dump the list of things that you need to do, prioritize them, schedule them, and decide that the time that you schedule to take action in your business is important. It's important because God asked you to do it. Treat it with the weight of that importance and you'll do less procrastinating and less negotiating your way out of finishing it. One of the ways that you could be procrastinating right now might be disguised as market research. Yes, I'm talking about the mindless scroll of social media. On next week's episode, I am addressing the growing problem of social media addiction and how you can do what you need to do for your business using these powerful platforms without becoming addicted to the scroll. Until next time, 
keep dreaming and growing with God. It's time to turn your dream into a reality. Your next step is joining us in the Dream Launcher membership where you receive coaching, training, and the community you need to succeed. From clarifying your vision to setting up your first website and gaining your first followers, I have support for you within the Dream Launcher membership. Go to stephanieferrara.com to join the Dream Launcher membership and prepare to launch. That's stephanieferrara.com, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-E-R-R-A-R-A.com. I can't wait to meet you and watch you grow. And if you're enjoying the Dream Launcher podcast, I would love to know. Give the show a follow and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the Empowered Creativity Coach channel and hit the bell so you never miss an episode.